We're at the Mishnah on the top of Ayin Chesamad Aleph, uh, probably about eight, nine lines down. It says the Mishnah. Again, we're talking about somebody who stole a sheep or cow, and we know if he sells or slaughters it, under most circumstances, he has to pay four or five times. Let's say, though, he sold 99% of it. Literally, he sold it except for one one-hundredth of it. Or, um, before he uh, stole it, he was a partial owner of it. Or, he shechted it, but it became a nevela as he was uh, shechting it. Or, he kills it by slicing lengthwise um, the windpipe or the uh, food pipe. Uh, or, he uh, um, kills it by uh, ripping out the windpipe or uh food pipe, which are not kosher shechitas. In those cases, since he did steal the animal, Mishalem will have to pay Tashlumi Kefil, a double payment, but Ve'eno Mishalem, he would not pay Tashlumi Amrav Hamisha, because this was not a valid uh, full-fledged Mechira, or valid full-fledged Shechita. Okay, asks the Gemara now, my, I put four words in right angles, Chutz mi echad mi mea uh, What, uh, specifically, what's the case of, uh, he sells it except for one one-hundredth of it? So, Machlokas Rav and Levi, Amar Rav, I circled Rav's name, Chutz mi davar hanitar imoi b'shchita, and Levi's name, I circled Levi, Amar, Chutz mi gizoi seha. So, what does the Bishop mean when he says, except for one one-hundredth of it? Rav says it's, uh, he sold it, um, except for something, whatever that thing is, that would become mutter only through the uh, shechita, like the meat. He sells the animal except for the uh, the meat of it, the uh, muscles, uh, that which is eaten. Um, that would um, not be, that. that's Rob's understanding of the Mishnah. And Levi's understanding is, if he sold it, chutz mi gizoy he sold the whole thing except for the shearings. Since he sold the sheep and he sold it except for the shearings, um, that's not a full-fledged sale. V'chein tanya bim asnisa, we also have a little snake source, little, little, two words, chutz miki zoyuseha, which is just like the way Levi had explained things. Okay, meisve, the Gemara now brings a four and a half line brisa that is going to be um, a bit of a difficulty for shitas rav. The brisa starts here, I'm going to have three Tanaic opinions as to what is considered uh, somebody who stole the item selling it chutz mi so if the person machra sold it, the person who stole the animal, so sold it chutzmi yada, except for its uh, foreleg, chutzmi ragla, its or its hind leg, or he sold it chutzmi karna, except for its horn, or and I squiggle underline these two words chutzmi gizoy seha, uh, except for its shearings. Let's say if it was a sheep, eno uh, mishalem that type of ganav would not pay tashlum yarvachamisha. It's not really uh, considered a full fledged. Sale that would be high of that. Rebbe who we box is a second Tanaic opinion. Rebbe Oimer, davar hamakev b'shrita. If it's something that is held back, like if if you took that uh, body uh, part away, it would basically turn into a nevel and hold back a kosher shrita from being able to be done. That's the type of thing that if the person who stole it left out in a sale to someone, eno mishalom tshumer But if it's she'eno ma'akev b'shrita. If it wouldn't hold back the shkit from being done, certainly like the shearings or the horns, or for that matter, even like a like a, a front leg that's cut off, uh, not very high or very low, that would not render the animal a trefa, that would be sheinamake b'shkita mishalem. If the person sold it that way, they would have to, yes, pay the tashu member of a chamisha. Rabshim and Allah's who we boxed, Oimer, 
he differentiates between the person who's selling it except for the horns or selling it except for the shearings. So if he says, I'll sell you the ram, he's stolen that ram. Chutzmi karna, I put a diamond around the word karna, eno meshalam teshum then he would not pay four or five times. Um, if, however, he said, kama chutzmi gizoy seha, I dot underline chutzmi gizoy seha, then he would yes pay tashumei arvechamisha. Okay, um... That's the third opinion of Shimon Elazar. So let's see these Tanaic opinions in light of uh, the Machokas Ravan Levi. So Bishram Levi, all is well according to Levi. Does Levi have a Tana to rely on? Yeah, Ketanakama. He's straight Tanakama. Levi had said, selling it Chutzmigizoseh, and the Tanakama had said, uh, a non complete sale would be, one of the examples was Chutzmigizoseh. Kama, El Rav, come on, which one of these three Tanaim Rav really fits into? None of them. So the Gemara answers, not a problem. Amri, Rav da Amar, ki hai tana desanya. We will whip out of our back pocket yet another little brisa, which has a fourth Tanaic opinion on the issue. Uh, the brisa starts here, goes for two lines, and it's interesting enough, it's authored also by Roshim and Elazar. We boxed his name, Roshim and If you have a person who stole somebody's sheep, let's say, and then Machra sold it chutzmi yoda, except for a uh, four leg, uh, chutzmi ragla, a hind leg, then there is no four or five payment. Both of those things are things that become uh, permissible to be eaten through the shechita. However, if the one who stole the animal sells it, chutzmi karna, put a diamond around karna except for its horns, or chutzmi kizeseha, that is a good enough sale to be considered a sale to be mechaif and mishalom tashumar v'chamisha four or five times. That's the end of the snake source, and that's great for Rav, because that was essentially Rav's opinion. The parts of the animal that have to be sold to be mechayev four or five times are the parts that become permissible uh, through the shechita. Okay, um, now we had four Tanaic opinions, then the Tanakama, Rebbe, Rosh Hashim and Elazar, the first one, and then Rosh Hashim and Elazar, the second one. But my Kamifligi, what essentially is the uh, point of Machlokas between all three of the all four of these opinions? Well, Tanakama, who I underlined, Savar, he's going to go back to the Pasuk. The Pasuk describes the scenario as a uh, person stole somebody's animal, his se. Uh, or shore, and then says, Utevachoi oi mecharoi. Utevachoi, I put that in quotation marks. Kuloi boinen. Utevachoi means you slaughter it, which sounds like you have to slaughter the entirety of it. And so too, u mecharoi, or o mecharoi, that's in quotation marks. Kuloi boinen. When you sell it, if you stole it, you got to sell all of it, leaving out nothing. And that would be the reasoning of the opinion of Tanakam to say to be Mechai of the Ghana four or five times, he has to sell all of the animal, leaving nothing out. Rebbe Savar, I underline Rebbe's name, was the second to take opinion. Rebbe Savar, when the Pasuk, also he's going to rely back on the Pasuk, the Pasuk said, So when it says, what does that mean? What's it referring to? You have to slaughter it. Not necessarily the entirety of it, but you have to, midi de have be tficha. It has to be like a, a something that is shaykh to halachically being uh, needed to be shechted to be permissible. La'afuke, to the exclusion of midi delo be tevicha, something that does not require the shechita for it to be permissible. Um, the next word when it said utevachai, oh, machroi, that's dumya de tevicha. So basically, the same way the shechita of it. Uh, requires that it be shechted, all of it that requires shechita, so to the mechira of it had better be a mechira that is selling all of it that would be permissible by the shechita. Rosh Hashem who um, I underline, is the third opinion. 
He says, Here's the thing. He said, if, he sells it except for the horns. Well, you don't, the horns are not something that if you have to say a ram for many years, you don't cut off the horns every year. You might do it once to make a chauffeur, but it's not there to be cut off. And therefore, if he, the Ganav, sold to someone else the ram except for the horns, it's considered a significant leave-out. Hamisha would not pay four or five times. However, the shearings of the sheep, well, that's what you do. Like, uh, you take them, you shear them off periodically. Delamegas uh, kaima, to be sheared off, are they? Lo, have a shear. If the Ganav sold it without the shearings, well, that's not really an essential point, according to Shemin Lazar. Umishalem, and therefore the Ganav would have to pay Tashmar Vachamisha four or five times. Now, there was a second version of Shemin that we had, Ve'idach, and I underlined here, Tana Debei Shemin Lazar. Savar, well, Yada Viraglav. If we're talking about like the front leg, the back leg, that you need to have the shechita to have it permissible, meaning like to make food out of it, to eat it, have a shear. If that's left out, that's considered a significant leave out. Veloy mishalom, and the ganav would not pay the tashumar vechamisha kama. However, karneha ugizoyseha horns or shearings delotzrichi tvicha. There's no tvicha requirement for those things to be permissible. Lo have a shear, kama. One last point we want to tie up before we finish this sugya. We had Rishim and Elazar at the end of one Bryce and then at the beginning of another Bryce saying two different things. So, Kasha, isn't that a steer within Rishim and Elazar, either Rishim and Elazar's? Answers the Gemara. Well, it sort of is, but it's not actually Rishim and Elazar. It was a later generation student quoting Rishim and Elazar, each one of those, and therefore it's Trey Tanai, two later generation Tanai, Valiba, both of them claiming to say what they said according to Rishim and Elazar, period. Tanara Banan. I box this off. It goes about a line and a half. This price. If a person steals somebody's animal and the animal is um, an amputee or lame or the animal is blind, or if somebody uh, steals a animal from someone that is uh, jointly owned by numerous people, uh, he would be uh, responsible, liable to have to pay the four or five times. The Shutvin Shiganvu, however, you're talking about partners that stole, it's not exactly clear who's stealing from who, but partners that stole would be Peturim, they would not have to pay. They'd be off the hook from the four or five payment. That's the end of the Brisa. Vatanya, but we have another little Brisa, three words that says, Shutvin Shiganvu Chayavin. When you have partners that stole, they would be Chayav to pay the four or five times, or someone would be Chayav to pay the four or five times. So, which way is it? Amar Rav Nachman. We have uh, two approaches in Rav Nachman. I circled Rav Nachman's name here. I put a number one in the margin. Two lines later, near the end of the line, is again Rav Nachman's name. I circled it, and I put a number two in the margin and circled it. So we have two approaches. Here's the first approach. Says Rav Nachman, Loikasha. The first one and a half line brayso that says Shutvin Sheganvu is Petur, and that's talking about Beshutaf Sheganav Mi Chaveray. If you have uh, two partners and one steals from the other partner, he would be Potter because since he was already a partial owner, so he. He's uh, not, it's not something that was 100% not his. It already was partially his. Whereas Khan, the little three-word price that we had literally one line above this, was Beshutaf Shagana Ma'alma. It's uh, one of two partners who probably were two partners. They both were in on it. The other one had made him like a shliach of his sort of to steal from somebody else. That's the case of Shuchin Shagana. That would be Chayavin. Eisfei of Rav Nachman. Rava, though, brings the following... Just over one line to make source is a question on Jesus of Nachman. We box it off. It starts here. I might have thought that a shutaf that stole from his um, friend. Or 
Shutvin Sheganvu. I don't know that Shutvin Sheganvu. That apparently is exactly like the case up above. You Chayavin, you might think they're Chayav. No. Talmud Laimar, the Pasuk says, Utevachai, which we learned, and he slaughtered it, which means Kulubin, and all of it had to have been slaughtered. Veleika, and you don't have that if you were already, if you, the one who stole and slaughtered it, were already a partial owner of it. Okay, so it's kind of hard to make the chiluk we did in the first approach. Ella, so we squiggle under the L, and we already have from Nachman circled, El Amar of Nachman, Loikasha. Khan, I squiggle under the word Khan, and that's referring to where the would be high of the four or five times, is be shutaf shetavach ladas chaveri. had shutfin, they stole an animal. Then, um, the, uh, one of them does a shrita with the full knowledge and acceptance and almost like making a, uh, uh, an agreement that he would shech the animal. That's where the four or five times would be chayev. Whereas Khan, I squiggle around the Khan, the potter, the patur would be where shutaf shetavach They both stole it. Uh, two partners stole an animal, but then only one, without the permission of the other one, decided to shech it. That there would be a pitur. Period. Boy, you revere me. Put a triangle on this boy. The reason I did that is about six lines later. Uh, the last word in the line is kita'a. In the middle of the line is a boy. I put a triangle on that boy as well. We'll have a series of questions. Um, I'll ruin the punchline. Both of them are going to end with a teku. But let's appreciate the question. Boy, Rabirmia. Here's the first one. Uh, imagine a person steals an animal and then sells it, except he wants to keep it for the 30 days. I know he's, he's using it in work in his uh, farm. Uh, how's that? Is that considered a sale to be Mikhail four or five times? How about if he wants to sell Chusmi Malachta? He wants to sell it to somebody, but he's still going to be able to work the animal, the person who uh, had it previously. Or Chusmi Ubra. He'll sell, let's say, the uh, cow, but if the cow is pregnant, he wants to keep the unborn uh, child, which is going to be um, born soon. Uh, he wants to keep the unborn, the, the, the baby calf. Mahu, what do we say? Basically, is that a valid, full fledged, uh, good enough sale to be Mikhail four or five times or not? Well, focusing just on the case of if he sells a uh, female cow that's uh, impregnated, has a uh, unborn um, calf in it, Aliba de Mandama, according to the opinion who views a uber, a uh, unborn um, baby, whatever it is, in the womb of its uh, mother, uber, according to the opinion who views it as yerech imoihu, literally like the thigh of its mother, which is basically like an essential part of the mother, uh, Loti Bailach, we're not even asking the question, Daha Shirba, that's, that's definitely uh, uh, leaving out something essential. Kiti Bailach, the question is being asked, Aliba de Mandamar, according to the opinion who says, Uber, love Yerech Imoy, that the unborn um, uh, fetus or embryo or growing baby inside the uh, mother's womb, in this case inside the cow, or the uh, female sheep, um, is not considered yerech imoy, like another limb of the mother. That's the question. It goes like this, colon. Do we say, like at this point, the unborn baby is inside of its mother, and therefore it's considered a levite if you're selling the mother without the baby. Odilmer, maybe, well, just like wait until the end of whatever the gestation period is. mifrash minakai. It's standing to uh, be separated from the mother, unlike you know, like a thigh or a forearm, which once it's part of the animal, it's always part of the animal. This is going to separate, whether through a, a good birth or through a miscarriage, but it'll, it won't stay there forever. And therefore, to leave it out, low avishir is not considered a significant leave out. Igadamri. Alternatively, I squiggle under the igadamri colon came into lavierachimayhu low havishir since it's not like the thigh or the shoulder of the mother, it's considered not being a shear. Odilmer may be kevin since if you want to permit eating, let's say that 
the calf that's not yet born, it requires a shechita of the mother. Kevan to be permitted. The only way it could be permitted behada b'shechita with a shechita on the mother. It's keman deshir begufadami. It's as though you're like taking something essential of the body of the mother away and not including it. That's another way of looking at it. The answer is uh, wait to see what happens when uh, Tishbi comes. Take Boira Papa. Another question. How about Ganva Keta'a Umachra? Let's say a uh, person sold an animal, then uh, cut a limb off, then sold it. What do we look at that? How do we look at that sale? Colin, me, Amrin, and do we say, well, my Deganav, Halay Zavin. Listen, what he sold, he didn't sell, so you can't be Mechayim in the four or five times. Oh, Dilmar, maybe look at it this way. Ma de Zavin, Halay Shir. Whatever he sold, he didn't leave anything out. He sold everything that was of the animal at that point. Uh, how do we look at it? Teku, um, that uh, question also remains unresolved. Tanra Banan, we have a Bryson now that goes to the fourth line on Ayin Tessamad Aleph, starts here. Ganav, if a person stole an animal, instead of himself, uh, gives it to somebody else, Vitavach, and that somebody else shechs it. Or Ganav, he stole an animal, and instead of selling it, he gives it like to a middleman, gives it to a middleman, and that middleman sells the um, animal. Or Ganav, a person steals somebody else's animal, Hikdish, and then um, dedicates to the base Hamikdash. Or Ganav, he, a person steals somebody's animal, Ve Hikif, and then he sells it to somebody but on credit. There was no money given. It's like, a, you know, to be paid in the future. Or Ganav, he stole somebody's animal. He didn't get money for it. Rather, Hikhlif, he traded it for somebody else with, let's say, I don't know, a, a, a motorbike. Um, Ganav, Venosim, and Matana. Let's say he stole it and he didn't sell it. Uh, he rather gave it to somebody as a gift. How do you look at that? Or how about this? Ganav, Upara, Chovo. He um, stole it and he didn't sell it, but he owed, you know, someone else some money and he used it to pay off the loan that he had previously. Or how about this? Ganav, Upara, Behekefai. He um, stole it and then Para, Behekefai said um, somebody had given him credit on some other item and he uses it to pay off that, 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 that debt that he owes. Or Ganav Vishal Sivonus the base Chamev. Imagine that. He steals a sheep and then sends it uh, to his future in law's uh, family um, as a gift. Uh, in all those cases, that's enough of a sale. Shalem Tashumer Vachamisha, enough of a sale, enough of a Shrita that it would be requiring that uh, Ganav have to pay four or five times. Okay, um, that is the Brisa. Asks the Gemara, Mike Mashman, what Chiddush do we have from here? We seemingly know most of this already. Well, um, Ashmin and Reisha, I, I put number one in the margin here, the Reisha, and I underline the word Reisha, that would be the opening line of the Brisa. And then about six lines later, last one line is safe, I put number two, and we'll see what the safe is telling us. So we learn two things from this Brisa. Here we go. Ashmin and Reisha, the Reisha teaches us, four words in right angles, Gana v'nosan la'acher ve tavach. Um, if a person steals an animal, gives it to another person, that person shechs it, the one who stole is chai four or five times. Now, the one who stole, what about the one who did the shechit himself? Well, what we're learning over there is there is a concept of somebody being a shaliach for a dvar to be mechai of the original sender. Even though in general, listen, if I say to Bob, hey Bob, can you eat like a ham sandwich for me? And Bob goes and eats the ham sandwich. Bob gets the Avera. In other words, there's no setting, making a shliach do something Avera. However, here, hacha, ye shliach ledvar Avera. There would be the kinds of a shliach ledvar Avera. And the one who had sent the one to 
uh, sell the animal would, or uh, shech the animal would be um, liable. The sender would be liable. My taima. Here's the reason why, because the Pasuk, and we've used this numerous times, here we go again, says that if a person steals an animal, two-word quote, and he slaughters it or sells it. Okay, so if one of the options to be mechaivim is if he sells it, by definition, a sale requires there to be two parties, the seller and the buyer. Ma mechira deloy efsher, it's not possible to have something called a mechira delavali deacher if there's not somebody else involved. Kama aftavicha, so to the shrita, requires now, normally, a person can steal the animal and shecht it himself. But so too, even if he steals the animal and has somebody else shecht it, just like by Mechira, by definition you need it, so to by Tvicha, it will be Mechai of him the four or five times. That's what we learned from the Reisha, Kamav, Ashmina, and Seifa, when it said uh, two words in right angles, Ganav, Vehiktish, which was the first two words on the page, that's what we're calling the Seifa. Well, did he sell it? Well, he kind of did the the equivalent of selling it to someone else as being much to the base of Mikdash, Mali Machr Lahedra. What difference does it make it if he transfers the ownership of it completely to a regular old guy like his neighbor? Mali Machr Lashamayim. What difference does it make if he uses the means by which he can transfer the ownership of it to Shamayim, to Hashem, which is to be Makdashit? Adkan.